Welcome to All Angles Photography Podcast. I'm your host, Claire Hunt, and in today's episode, I'm going to be guiding us through the question of how to book destination weddings. This is for you if you have never booked a destination wedding before, and this is also for you if you're simply in the camp of wanting to book more destination weddings. And if you're sitting there wondering like, okay, Claire, wonderful, can't wait to learn this, but also like, why should I learn this from you? Then I just wanted to share with you that I have booked destination weddings in ways that other educators just do not teach about. And I wouldn't have known that had it not happened for me, but since it did, I'm here to share all of my tips and tricks and strategies around booking destination weddings, even if you've never been to the location before, because I don't know about you, but that's what I heard time and time again, is that you need to travel to a location first in order to be able to book that location. And while there are many benefits to doing that, just so you're familiar with the area and things like that, it is not a necessity. And I'm here to share with you other ways as well that you can book more destination weddings and how to even book your first destination wedding if that's you and also how to make the most of your travel whenever you are traveling either for personal pleasure or even for business. So without further ado, let's get into this episode. You are listening to All Angles, a business and photography podcast that truly hits on all angles of creating and sustaining a fulfilling photography career. Hosted by Claire Hunt, a former pediatric trauma nurse turned wedding photographer and educator. Every two weeks, Claire brings you tangible and actionable tips that help you improve your dream business, all while providing you some encouragement along the way. For marketing, client experience, travel, content creation, productivity, and more, grab your coffee, because we're about to hit on all angles of running your dream photography business. Welcome back to the show, friend. So before we dive into talking through how to book destination weddings, I really wanted to bring up something that is on my heart with this topic that I just want to make different right away, right here at the very beginning of this episode. And that is talking about destination weddings in some kind of a negative way as an educator. I'll definitely touch on how to know if destination weddings are right for you, but I don't know about you, but I just heard so many times at the beginning of my business, whenever I started trying to figure out like how to be a destination wedding or a low man photographer, it just seemed like all of the education around it was more so encouraging you not to do it because it's more work or you have to serve your clients even more, or you have to show up earlier. A lot of times the travel is actually, you know, what you get paid is not enough. And you could have booked more weddings at your home location and then you're making more and That's just what I heard over and over again. So I want you to know that that's not what this episode is going to be. I want to encourage you that if you enjoy travel in your personal life or you think you would enjoy seeing more of the world and getting paid for it, then please be a destination wedding or a woman photographer and don't let any kind of education hold you back that maybe you've heard before that's got this same kind of narrative because you really never know until you do try. And I can say that with experience as well because whenever I started wedding photography, I was like, of course, I want to be a destination wedding photographer. I love travel in my personal life. And I was like, man, be so cool to travel around the world and get paid to go to these different locations where my couples feel the most at home. And while all of that was true, and while I still do destination weddings, even to this day, I realized that the more that I did them, the more I actually desired to be home 
or the more I desired to go to that location with my husband and it be for personal pleasure rather than the goal of scouting out the locations or knowing the area really well or even photographing my couple. It's just so different to travel for personal reasons versus business reasons. And also I found that I was just really sad going to these beautiful places without my husband and experiencing that apart from him. So that is kind of where I'm at now, but I do still enjoy destination weddings. I do still shoot them. I have a max that I take of five per year just to kind of limit it where I can really enjoy it every single time that I am going to shoot a couple in a different place than Colorado. But just wanted to give that little disclaimer that this episode is not going to be discouraging you from trying it because what you may really, really enjoy is going to be so different than what another educator may enjoy or what I may even enjoy. So just wanted to tell you that and encourage you to try and I think you're really going to love these five tips. So on to the very first tip and it's going to sound a little funny but I'll explain it I promise. The first tip is to book couples and engagement sessions and the reason for this is because I cannot tell you how many times it's happened where even in Nashville, Nashville and Denver now with me being a photographer in both of these locations, I've had couples who will book me for their engagement session because they want to take photos in that city and then they end up loving their experience so much with me that they end up having to hire me for their wedding as well. But they don't live in Nashville or they don't live in Denver. And so then I'm traveling to wherever their destination wedding is going to be that's really a home wedding for them. But they are willing to fly me out and have me for their wedding or elopement in the place that they enjoy the most. So this is actually how I booked my very first destination wedding. I had a couple who was visiting from Ohio and Miami and they were coming to Nashville. They actually were in the Smoky Mountains and enjoying like a little vacation there. And so they knew that they were going to be visiting. They reached out to me. We shot their engagement session in July of 2020. So this was only like two months after starting my photography business. And after their session with me, they reached out and they were like, we have to have you for the wedding. Like, please send us all the information. And they were so ready to book. So that is how I booked my first ever destination wedding and it was in Miami, Florida. I had never been there before, but because of the experience I gave and how much they trusted me, it was a no-brainer for them. So I really encourage you that if you are niched into weddings and elopements or whatever that may be for you and your business, don't sleep on offering couples and engagement sessions, especially if you live in an area where people enjoy visiting and could find you and hire you locally to then decide they want to have you after for their wedding day. I could seriously go on and on and on with examples of how this tip has worked for me and my business many, many times. It's not just happened once. It's happened many times. I've had a couple book me for their wedding in New York that's actually happening this year in 2023. In June, I actually just photographed a couple's engagement session who they originally thought they only wanted me for their engagement session. And then afterward, they were like, can you please shoot our wedding in Florida? And unfortunately, I'm going to Hawaii on their wedding weekend. But still, that is just proof that this tip of booking couples and engagement sessions really, really will work. Also, another thing that I just thought of is not to sleep on proposal sessions either because I had one couple who stuck with me from their proposal to their engagement session to their wedding, which was in Texas this last December, and I've never been to Texas before. 
So again, just more proof for you that offering engagement sessions can be so powerful to connect with the couple prior to them booking you for their wedding day. And it just creates more trust there as long as you actually have a good client experience though. So this is where I have to pivot and tell you that this tip is not going to work if the couple doesn't love their photos they receive from you, if they didn't get them on time, if you didn't give a great luxury client experience that really helped them and guided them along the way. All of those things are so important and just being on top of how you serve your clients. So if that's not you today, and if you're really struggling with up-leveling your client experience, then I just want to invite you to check out my mentorship program, Book It, where I do teach you how to attract, book, and serve your dream couples. So check that out. The link will be in the show notes. But yeah, your client experience truly is so, so pivotal in order to have these repeat clients. And one stat that I wanted to share with you as well is that it is six to seven times more likely that you will book a repeat client than you will a brand new client because there's already that trust there again. So just keep that in mind with offering proposal sessions and couple sessions and engagement sessions. The second tip that I have for you is to niche down into a few locations, actually visit those locations and create intentional content around that. And this is more so of an advanced kind of approach to booking destination weddings. And this is actually what I'm going to be teaching really, really in depth inside of my new program, Scale It, that is coming out at the end of this year. I am so excited to share more about Scale It in the upcoming months with you. But for now, I still wanted to teach you this topic of niching down into a few locations and why you should consider doing so. The reason for this is actually to make destination weddings and elopements easier for you because you will be specialized in the area. So for me personally, I'm specialized in Colorado, Oregon, Washington, and California. Technically, I'm also specialized in Tennessee, but I just don't market much to Tennessee anymore. But these are the four states that I would love to continue going to over and over again because I've been there multiple times. I have all of the location recommendations. I understand the environment and the weather and backup spots and all of those different things. And so I've chosen to decide that I am going to be specialized in those locations. And what does this mean for you? Like I said, it means that your work becomes easier in choosing to go to these locations because you're actually an expert there. Are you a wedding or elopement photographer who wants to learn how to attract, book, and serve your dream couples within the next three months? If so, inside my mentorship program, Book It, you will go from barely booking or accepting jobs just for the income to fully booking it with dream couples you're actually excited about. This program has served over 65 students and they've gone from not knowing where their next inquiry is coming from to consistent inquiries that convert into bookings. Instead of their business with no real plan, they're standing out from the crowd with consistent marketing and a strategic website that calls in their dream couples. They've gone from serving budget shoppers to raise prices, booking their highest packages on repeat. After our 12 weeks together, you will build or rebuild your business to become a profitable, sustainable, consistent, and fulfilling one. If you're really ready to get clear on the next steps that you should take for your business in order to book out your calendar, Book It is the group mentor 
mentorship program for you. You can learn more and apply through the link in the show notes and description, and I will personally review your application to make sure that it is the next best step for you. I truly cannot wait to meet you and serve you in this way. Let's get back to the episode. So in niching down in these locations and becoming an expert in them, that probably does mean that you need to visit them, right? Like you need to know more about the airport. You need to know about getting around. You need to know about the traffic. You need to know about tide schedules. If you're somewhere on the coast, you need to know when the sun is going to dip behind the mountain. If you're coming to Colorado, like that is so different than anywhere in the Midwest, And so in visiting those locations, I would just make sure that you make the most of it. Explore, get out there, see the things with your own two eyes and take notes. I can't tell you how many times I have been on even just a personal trip. Like for example, my husband and I went with a couple of our friends to Southern Oregon and Northern California and we went to the Redwoods and we were on this short, cute little trail in the Redwoods. And I was like, this would be a perfect spot for an elopement. So what did I do? I didn't have my fancy camera or anything like that or take photos of our friends. I simply just took notes. I've got it on my phone somewhere where I can pull it out at any point and remember that there is a bathroom at the trailhead and the trail was like this. These were the conditions. This is what the tree looked like. This was the spot that I found that I think would be such a gorgeous spot for their ceremony if anyone ever chose to go there and hire me for their day. And if you don't have your camera with you, like go ahead and just take some good photos with your phone or take some videos, post it to your story or post it to TikTok and be like, who would want to elope here kind of vibe. You know, there is so much intentional content that you can create around visiting a location without having to photograph a couple. And I will say that there is so much benefit to actually traveling somewhere for a content shoot, or even if you can find a couple who is happy to let you photograph them in exchange for photos, then most definitely do that. Like it is powerful to build your portfolio actually in these locations. However, it's just not necessary. And I feel like people don't really talk a whole lot about that because I have booked weddings and elopements before just because I've visited a spot and have never actually been there for any kind of photography shoot. This brings me to my third tip of writing blogs and cornerstone content around the locations or shoots that you have photographed in those locations because after you visit these spots, after you have some content, even if it's just a little iPhone video or even if it's just a couple iPhone photos that you edit in a way that looks like your photography style still, you have information to share and a very, very helpful blog for anyone who would be considering to get married there. So I really recommend, you know, taking those notes that you wrote whenever you visited the location. Maybe you even have some ideas for your elopement couple on how to make their elopement destination their honeymoon as well and the favorite restaurants that you went to. This can get so big. I mean, I've got so many ideas for you. I'm sure you can tell. But really writing blogs and cornerstone content around the locations that you are niched into and even the shoots that you have photographed there, that is going to be very powerful for your marketing, for getting you seen on Google, and for even just simply booking more destination weddings in those locations for couples who you are helping them through the blog that you have created. 
And one thing that I feel like trips us up is feeling like we have to share our photography of couples on blogs or cornerstone content. And just like I said to you, if you even share a couple of iPhone photos or an iPhone video of you walking through the location, you can still rank on page one of Google with using those kinds of images. And I would just say if you're a perfectionist like myself, where you really want it to be like your photography content, where it's like a couple in that location or whatever, then that's where you can write this blog still. Start growing your SEO toward the keywords that you're using for these locations. And then whenever you do have the photography content, just go back and switch it out. It truly is that easy. And I just want to encourage you that done is better than perfect. And you can always go back and revisit your blogs. And Google actually rewards you for revisiting your blogs and editing them. So there's that little tip for you there. The fourth tip is to actually talk about your travel. Share it on your website. Share your travel schedule on your website. Share it on your stories. Explain to couples what your process is with booking destination weddings. And one thing I did want to say too is that just because you are niched down into a few locations, if you follow tip number two, that doesn't mean that that's the only place that you can book destination weddings. It just means that that's where you're specialized and that you do travel and there is proof around that. But also I've booked so many weddings without ever having gone there before. And I've kind of already mentioned that a bit, but even another example is I booked a wedding in Arizona for this year in 2023 and I've never been to Arizona. My couple haven't met them yet and they decided to book me because they loved my photography style so much and found me through other travel content. So again, this doesn't mean you have to only book in your niche locations, but if you talk about your travel, if you even share your personal travel on your stories or on TikTok or Instagram reels or whatever your marketing channel is, that is going to enable couples to trust you more and to want to hire you regardless of wherever their day is because they simply know that you do travel. It is trustworthy. Tip number five, and this is very important whenever it comes to booking destination weddings. So not only just getting inquiries for destination weddings, but booking them. And that is optimizing your packages for booking in travel locations. One of the biggest mistakes that I see in mentoring other photographers who want to book more destination weddings and in auditing their pricing guide and their website and where they're talking about their services and their packages is that their pricing is not optimized for travel and it's also not specific to the couple who is inquiring. So what I mean by this is that if you have a package guide right now that shows all of your pricing for literally everything under the sun that you offer, then I want to encourage you to break it up into different guides and then send this specific guide to the specific inquiring couple. So just for an example, if I have a couple who's inquiring about a destination wedding that's in California, I will not send them a guide that has any of my Colorado pricing in it. I am only sending them the guide that is my travel guide so that they know I've made it very easy for them what their pricing is actually going to be and there's no surprise fees. Every package says that travel is included so it's just very clear. It makes it very easy for them. And another thing to consider with optimizing your packages for booking and travel locations more is for on your website when a couple has even inquired with you yet, you want to make sure that you differentiate between what is your starting pricing as long as it's on your website 
what your starting pricing is for your local packages and what your starting pricing is for travel packages. This will just avoid you from being ghosted so much whenever you do have dream couples inquire in a location that you would love to shoot in, but they had no idea since your website said you start at 3000 and then you're sending over 4500 It catches them off guard. So the more that you can solve this pain point of the surprise fees or how much travel bumps everything up, the better whenever it comes to booking more destination weddings. I could truly go on and on and on about how to book more destination weddings and even just how to market yourself in an advanced way and even advertise or utilize your email list to book more of these destination weddings. And it just goes on and on and on. So this is why I'm so excited to teach very, very in-depth on this topic in my program, Scale It, that I mentioned is coming out in Q4. So if any of this interests you to dive deeper on, you really want to scale your photography business like you already have a good base, like you've already got the foundations of your business mastered, but you're ready to add more advanced strategies in as far as SEO goes or blogging or marketing or running ads or utilizing your email list well so that that is booking your dream couples or adding prints and albums and being able to consistently upsell them or building a team or outsourcing. All of these things are ways to scale your photography business in a way where it won't require so much from you. You can really scale back and add additional streams of revenue and the money follows, but it's more so about serving your clients really well and setting your business up to scale with you for years to come so that you have a better work-life balance. So if this sounds of interest to you, if this sounds like it would potentially serve you, then I want to welcome you to join the wait list. The link will be in the show notes and description for you. And there is no pressure to join ever, but it truly will be the place where I'm offering exclusive discounts, exclusive offerings, exclusive bonus things that like only the waitlist will see. And you also will have the opportunity to pour into the program and let me know like what would actually really serve you whenever it comes to scaling your business. So you'll have like insider details. And I would love to see you there. I would love to connect with you in that way as well. So again, join the waitlist. The link will be in the show notes and description. But that is it for this episode today, friend. I really hope that you took away some great tips here and things that you can go implement right away because you know I'm all about that. And I just want to say thank you so much for listening in. This podcast truly brings me so much joy. I found out this week that we are in the top 10% of all podcasts in the world. And that is just huge to me because I started this in May of 2022, I believe, just for fun, like just to share the knowledge that I have because of how I've been so blessed in my business and I want to bless you too. So thank you for listening. Thank you for making that a reality today. And I just hope you have a very good one. And until next time, my friend. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I'll be back in your ears with more photo biz goodness every two weeks, so be sure to subscribe to the show. If you're loving the episodes, I want to welcome you to leave a five-star review on Apple or Spotify so the podcast reaches more listeners just like you. Also, it lets me know what you enjoy hearing the most, and I promise it really goes a long way. If you're ready to dig deeper, save yourself time, and master all angles of running your dream photography business, I offer one-on-one mentoring, group mentorship programs for wedding and elopement photographers, and resources to make your business work for you instead of the other way around. 
The links to all of these offerings will be in the show notes and description, as well as any freebies and discounts mentioned in the episode. Until next time, my friend. 